All right, and we are back with another episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. I am Jason. And I'm Amanda. And, uh, well, things went a little crazy, and the story that we were telling has changed drastically since we started. A lot of things have happened in the news. We're going to get into all of it. The story just exploded. This is one of those stories where I started having it with an idea and I was like, I'm going to investigate this thing. And by the end of it, I found myself investigating a completely different thing and everything having changed. It's one of those stories, which is pretty cool. I wish I would have known it at the beginning because I would have totally advertised it to you guys like, hey, listen to this crazy story that takes a drastic turn halfway through and I end up doing (laughs) something completely different because that's pretty compelling as like a concept usually, but that's not what happened. It just... I had already put out the beginning of it. So now we're at this point where I had a plan to do to, to talk about Lowell Cows and to keep going into some more Lowell Cows and to give some more examples. And that's not really in the cards anymore. And we're going to have to explain why and wrap everything up that way. So things have changed. Okay. You were there for all of it. I was. I was there. Yeah. And it was weird. Uh, it was, it was an exciting time. Yeah, it was, a, it, it was a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of this doesn't have, actually none of it really has anything to do directly with Chris Chan. Uh, Chris Chan's still just in jail, just being Chris. Yeah. So I figure we should wrap up and just finish talking about Chris Chan specifically and end that section of things. And then we'll talk about what happened. Okay. With the Kiwi Farms. So. We've told the entire story of Chris Chan. I did the best job I could at telling the story. I think I did okay. I think you did really well. Well, thank you. And so now that the story's over, it occurs to me there's a lot of really interesting things about that story. We talked about it a few times during the episodes that the story really can teach you a lot with what happened with Chris Chan. And I had a few questions that I wanted to kind of ask you to wrap things up just because things I wanted to know your your feelings on uh, as someone who didn't know the full story and, and now does. Okay. So, you were ready to answer a couple of Christian questions? <laughs> I hope so. You didn't tell me there was going to be a pop quiz. Oh, that's not. there's no right or wrong answer to these. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Good. So, question number one. The actor Daniel Radcliffe, okay, the kid who played Harry Potter, he famously doesn't do social media. He won't be on any Facebook, any social media. And one time he decided to troll the press by wearing the same outfit Every day for a year, every time he left his house, <laughs> so that the the pictures they had were useless. They came. What's the point in putting the Daniel? Here's him again in the same clothes. Well, yeah, because paparazzi gets paid for those kind of photos. Exactly. So. So, Not going to get paid if he's literally if he literally looks exactly the same every time. <laughs> I thought that was great and fantastic of Daniel yeah, Radcliffe. It's pretty smart. And my question is if Dan if Chris Chan if she had been more like. Daniel Radcliffe, if Christian had ignored social media and just done her thing and made her comic book and made Sonichu and just been herself, would things have turned out different for, for her? Would she have ended up in jail? Mm, well, you know, it's hard to say, but I do think that it's possible mm-hmm. that she would still end up in jail. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know, Yeah, but I'm saying possibly. She's crazy enough. Right. Um, but I do think things would have been significantly different Mm -hmm. otherwise if there hadn't have been that role of 
fans and followers and and and, and then her engaging back with them. Yeah. 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 That's because I mean Daniel Radcliffe has all those fans and followers. He just doesn't engage back with them, and that's what's. And I think that's where Christine like that's. I do think that having that those interactions did influence mm-hmm. her to make certain decisions and choices and um i guess like peer pressure kind of yeah and well we know that the idea guys and those people they set out with the intention of swaying her to do things or admit things so yeah i do think that it would have turned out differently yeah I think her life would have been a lot different. I don't know that she necessarily would have not ended up in jail because she did run over that guy. <laughs> that was kind of independent <laughs> of the internet. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's still, yes. I think that there was still a propensity there for um, possibly outlandish behavior. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when she pepper sprayed the, mm. the manager at GameStop. Yeah. Like, and when yeah. she and her mom tag team ran over the owner of the comic book store. Michael Snyder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy. Yeah, poor guy. That guy. <laughs> well, I think I think that's true. I think maybe the internet just poured gasoline on a fire, kind of. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. In a way, kind of like a toxic... It's like a toxic relationship where when the person's by themselves, mm-hmm. they're not so bad. Yeah. But put them together with that other personality that ignites yeah. them or sets them off and mm-hmm. bad things happen. Yeah, I think that's 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 one of the major lessons from the story for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, question number two is, once the idea guys come into the picture and start to take over Christine's mind and make her think the interdimensional merge happens and you seem to lose the thread entirely, and mm-hmm. honestly, and this is coming from me who researched all this, I kind of start to lose the thread then too. It starts to become convoluted and hard to follow and i think that's also where christine starts to break with reality i think that the reason that's so convoluted and so hard to follow and the reason that you lose the thread i lose the thread and most people can't follow it is because only a crazy person really like she that's the reason we break from the story there is because that's when she fully breaks off the edge that's what it seems like to me Mm. and i was curious to, to your thoughts do you think you lose the thread because it's boring or because she's gone fully crazy. Well, there's not much about the, the Chris Chan story that is boring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all of it has its, um, has interest, Mm -hmm. (laughs) interesting parts. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, when, when she's setting adrift into whatever interdimensional, other plane, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, that's difficult to follow for those of us that have at least a thread of reality. <laughs> reality like we're tied to something reality yeah. based. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's an indicator. I think you're like our, our interest, that feeling that we have of like not wanting to hear about it or not really getting it is an indicator that it's going off the deep end. Well, I think it's it taps into the the part of us that understands empathy mm-hmm. that is empathetic where when we hear a story about anyone we can try to or kind of imagine ourselves in their shoes and what's right. happening and like oh they did this and then this happened and then this and even if it's not exactly something that we've we've experienced we can kind of 
imagine it. But when the person's like, and then they went to Mars or then they, you know, and then you're like, I can't relate to that. Yeah. Not even a little bit. And so it stops being relatable. Yeah. I think that's what happens in the story with Chris. Yeah. So it makes it hard to follow because you can't relate to it. Mm-hmm. You can't empathize or sympathize with it or yeah. understand. See, I think that's, I think that's interesting. I think that teaches us something too. Mm-hmm. You can see when she kind of loses it. Mm-hmm. And I think that those people had a huge, like, I think they're to blame yeah. for a lot of it. I think she had pre-existing something, mm-hmm. but they pushed it. Yeah. Hmm. See, I think that's interesting. I think we can learn from that. All right. Next question I have is, okay, so is there any of the trolls, specifically the troll personalities, that you have any comments or or thoughts on the, their psychology? Uh, maybe I'll mention a few of them. Liquid Chris, Megan, Emily, any of these other characters. Did, did any of them strike you? Do you have any thoughts on any of their psychology or the psychology of them in general? Blue Spike is another one. Of... Yeah, I mean, it's all psychology. Yeah. All of them, what they're doing is rooted in... Psychology, yeah, and their own reasons for doing mm-hmm. what they did. I think, in terms of the idea guys, they stuck out as the worst. Yes, okay. I think, in my opinion, they're like the most dangerous. Mm. They're like the trolls that, like, mm-mm. yeah. See, I think the same thing. That's when the story broke. They broke the whole story. They broke Christine. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad. And I think. Those types of people and their psychology is red flag galore. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody more like Liquid Chris. Yeah. I mean, I'm still technically trolling. Mm-hmm. And the root of trolling, I think, is about attention. Mm-hmm. I think it's about trying to get attention from a group. Yes. Uh, so I think ultimately Chris was trying to get liquid. Chris was trying to get attention mm-hmm. from his peer group. It worked. And it worked. And of course he wound up getting attention from a lot more than just his friends. <laughs> but, um, but I don't think that his motivation necessarily came from a place of maliciousness yeah. so much as just wanting attention and, um, kind of, playful almost entertainment Mm -hmm. i just don't know if it was at the expense of chris Mm -hmm. you know chris chant i don't know Mm -hmm. it's hard to say Hmm. but of the trolls i would certainly if there was a troll spectrum (laughs) yeah i would definitely put liquid chris on the lighter end and idea guys and idea guys on the far end of just like bad huh I agree. And the rest are kind of somewhere in between. I agree. That's really interesting. And I I like the way you put that. Trolling on a spectrum. Yeah, the the spectrum of trolling of Chris. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. This next question is pretty easy because it's, is there anything in the story that I left out or that I didn't go into enough detail about that I might have the answer to that you would want to know? Um, probably what I want to know is off limits in terms of like HIPAA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm curious about what Chris is diagnosed with. Yeah, yeah. Other than autism. Yeah, I think that's probably like the that would be the most interesting thing to find mm-hmm. out. And I, I I actually don't have the answer to that, but I do agree with you. That's probably the one part of the story mm-hmm. I wish I knew more about. Also, the history of mental illness or you know the like that runs in their family. Yeah, I, there is some that I know of for sure. Well, obviously, we know that there's some because. Barb, mm-hmm. Chris's mom, ha- was a hoarder, mm-hmm. 
and hoarding is a psychological like that's an illness it's yeah. a mental health disorder like yeah. that has to do with attachment and and there are a lot of people who have hypothesized that bob probably had some spectrum of autism because of the way that he was right so just kind of my interest is more along those lines of like i think that would how be far really back cool. does it go and what what other family members had going on and well we may find out more about that once the trial and everything happens yeah because i think we saw that chris had some kind of psych eval Mm -hmm. to make sure that she could uh, be on trial yeah so it i'll just say for the audience it when we're gonna keep doing the show so if in a couple of years or a year, whenever all this does eventually come out, we will talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do, there is more I would like to know. And I agree with you. That That's around the area I would like to know about. All right. What do you think is the most important lesson we can learn from the Chris Chan story? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, only one? Yeah. Well, the most important. What's the, oh, what's the most gosh. important thing? Um. Well, it's... I don't know. It's how we raise our kids. It's our relationship to the internet, our mm-hmm. relationship to media. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me personally, brain development, I guess that's kind of the thing I get. Yeah. I think about kids and their, and their precious minds <laughs> and their precious minds. <laughs> yeah. For me personally, this, the, the focus, the thing that seems most interesting in the story is the media part. How did, how did what we make as art, what we make as media, what we make as television, warp chris and is that the intent of it i don't think that it is but i i think that we don't examine it enough to realize what we're doing to people with all the advertising and the way we market to children i think it absolutely i don't know if i'd use the word warped but i think it i would use shaped yeah i think she was left perhaps too long in front of the television Mm -hmm. as a kid Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know yeah but that's a pretty legitimate way to look at it because we know that Media influences children mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. autistic or not. Yes. I don't know, but I feel like there's something there and it has to do with kids, their brains, and the media that we allow them to consume. Yeah, I, I would I would make an argument that something about the children's, young people's cartoons and, and media that Chris looked at his and her entire life essentially made her very confused about relationships, very confused about sex, very confused about gender. And I think that might be something we should look into. Like maybe our kids cartoons are not doing a good job of explaining these things to children. It's not only that it's about parental involvement. Well, that's what I mean is if you leave the parents out and they're not going to do it, our media, what our media gives you, it makes you real confused for sure. And especially when you have, I guess, the autistic yeah, a d- disorder a brain di- yeah, a disability. where um, things are more literal to you. Mm-hmm. So there's like social etiquette and boundaries that are missed mm-hmm. that an adult and theoretically like your parent mm-hmm. <laughs> or like somebody watching you should be able to intervene yeah, and say, this is reality and this is not, this is make believe. Okay. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. Well, I got one more question, and before we wrap up everything with Christian, okay. Well, the last one's pretty pretty much just a judgment call. Do you think it's okay to find parts of this story hilarious and find the story as a whole fascinating? Yes, <laughs> good because I, I do. I do it because it's human. Mm-hmm. 
Well, like, I certainly hope that it's not morally wrong for me to find parts of it hilarious because I totally do. The 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 story of humanity of human beings is hilarious. <laughs> it is. It really and Chris is, is a human being. Mm-hmm. And Chris, fortunately or unfortunately, had so much of her life documented and put out into the world for the rest of us to consume mm-hmm. that we're doing the most human thing that that exists mm-hmm. which is basically voyeurism yeah tuning into someone else's life yeah and maybe that is the lesson of the whole thing maybe we're all just people watching other people maybe do crazy we're shit. all just peeping tom yeah we're, just, we're all just peeping toms <laughs> watching each other do crazy crazy shit mm-hmm. i think that's a good way to sum up it's the human Christian story. it's human as fuck yeah so that chris chan the story of humanity <laughs> that's the title <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, now it's time for the big reveal of what happened and the whole craziness that has been going around the last couple of weeks and why this episode took so long to come out. And that is the Kiwi Farms has been shut down. There's no more Kiwi Farms. And if you remember, that used to be the Quickie Farms, Chris Chan. Right, so Kiwi Farms is like a forum Mm -hmm. for for trolls. For trolls. (laughs) And then it also was the host of... The quickie wiki. Yeah, the wiki. Yeah. That was all the information about Chris Chan. So luckily I got all this, because this is where I was doing a lot of my research. Yeah. And bringing Well, because it was so documented. You showed it to me. I mean, there was, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the amount of hours yeah. that went into all the documenting. I know, it's ridiculous. Of Chris Chan's life. And, and I, I was using that for my research to find the videos. I mean, some of the videos aren't hosted on YouTube. Some of what I played was from other websites. Like the whole, it's not that easy. To just find this stuff out mm. really anymore now that it's all gone. So Kiwi Farms is gone now. The, the the Quickie Farms gone. It's all gone. Why? Because some bad things happened. The last few weeks have not been great. And so I wanted to get into that and now explain why I can't really finish what I had intended to do, which was to dive into the Kiwi Farms and to explain a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't now because it's gone. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, and that was my main kind of pool of research there. So, okay. Essentially, what happened is Kiwi Farms has been accused of being anti-trans for a while now. Because, as you know, Chris Chan, Christine, was a transgendered person whom they trolled. There were other transgendered people. Almost all of them were male to female and white. I don't know if that matters, but it's just the truth. That were loud and annoying and crazy like Chris that they also trolled. And so Kiwi Farms got labeled as an anti-trans site. But the thing was, I have I remember seeing Kiwi Farms long before this. It's been around a long series. time. Yeah, a long time. And I remember there, they, it wasn't just transgender people. No, that... Christine was the, the first transgender one. And then after that, there wasn't another transgender person for a while. It was mostly, it was a lot of YouTubers mm-hmm. that they would talk about and there have was, topics ha- on in their forums. Yeah, essentially the Kiwi Farms had a section that was lol cows. It was the, the lol cow section. Mm. And the, the lol cows were... It started with Chris Chan, and then there were more. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we could go... Uh, there's a list of them. But, I mean, people that are included in there are Jordan B. Peterson and Donald Trump is a lol cow. I mean, these are... Some of them are... They're not all transgendered people by any stretch. And for a long... For many years, I think Christine was the only transgendered person that was a lol cow. But somehow, they got labeled as being anti-trans because there was a few trans people on there but over time. 
and the site got designated a hate site. They say there's suicides linked to it, people that were bullied to the point of suicide by the Mm. Kiwi Farms. Mm. And a group of people decided they wanted to oppose Kiwi Farms and started the, the, the Take Down Kiwi Farms hashtag. And it started to grow a lot of steam. It started to pick up steam. And then something happened with a specific person. Her name is Keffels. Uh, that's what she goes by on Twitch. She's a Twitch streamer. She's a transgendered, you know, woman. And she crossed Kiwi Farms by doing some things. I don't want to get into all the nitty gritty details, but she is not great. She's problematic. She has problems. Mm-hmm. Trust me on that. But I can't really go into all of it because a lot of that information is now gone. And I don't have any way to prove it anymore. There was receipts, but I don't know where they are anymore. Someone has them. But the point is... She, her and Kiwi Farms were going at it, and Kiwi Farms was trolling this this lady, and she ended up having to move because they swatted her a couple of times, which is really really bad. That's where they send the SWAT team to your house, and they were shutting down her Twitch streams when she was streaming. They would hack her computer. I mean, it was it was not good. It was they were doing illegal shit to her, and for sure, it was the folks of Kiwi Farms that were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty okay. much. Pretty much sure. I mean, not all of them. That's the thing. Kiwi Farms had hundreds of thousands of people that went there. It was like a fraction of a percent that are these people that are doing illegal things, but they were there. Mm, Okay. And so it started to pick up more and more steam because Keppels was making a thing about it. And then what happened was Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted. What? (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Yeah. So now it's The crazy lady from Georgia? Yeah. So this is where the story gets really wild. This is like two weeks ago. Now, two and a half weeks ago now, Marjorie Taylor Greene gets swatted twice, two nights in a row. <laughs> and I hate to laugh because swatting is really bad, but it's fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene. But it's her. Yeah. So whoever it was that swatted her claimed to be a transgendered person who was a member of Kiwi Farms who was doing it for the Kiwi Farms. Oh, dear. And so... What I think, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. I think it was someone on Keffel's side of things that was trying to frame the Kiwi Farms for swatting Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because the thing is, Marjorie Taylor Greene was on the website, but they didn't really, she's, like, she's like the tame, uh, in low-cal terms, she's boring. Yeah, she's pretty dull. She's pretty dull in, in terms of, compared to Chris Chan. Right. It, because she's not on YouTube turning out videos every other day. Of wild, crazy yeah. shit that you've never heard before. She's just talking, smashing her PlayStation or whatever. She's just a crazy Republican who's a Q, Q person. She's just, yeah. it's just whatever. But my point is more that it doesn't make sense to me that Kiwi Farms would swap Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because she what, wasn't a high, I mean, she wasn't a target. No. Really. And she never said anything about them. It's not like she, like Marjorie Taylor Greene was targeting mm. them. Does kind of make sense that they, yeah, that maybe somebody that Perhaps was on the it side, was a, f- a framing of Keffels mm-hmm. said, "Hey, yeah, I'm a person from Kiwi because Farms. That that's would, why I'm swatting you." That would elevate it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. The, the movement got up enough steam. They were hosted by uh, Cloudflare, which was is a, a website hosting service that was hosting Kiwi Farms. They dropped them. Now I followed the story after this. They dropped them. It was the site was down. It was back up. It was down. The guy that runs it, Noel, who we've talked about, Josh Moon, uh, Noel, he posted a, a, a big thing about, basically, we're being framed. We're being targeted for this. It's bullshit. You know, what if, if anybody on this website did anything illegal, it's not all of us. This is just a forum. If 
if Mark Zuckerberg can get away with all the teens that have committed suicide because of Instagram and say, well, it's not our fault, we're just a platform, then how in the hell are you going to shut down Kiwi Farms for someone committing suicide or for somebody saying they got swatted? It, it doesn't make sense. Well, no, but it also is pretty smart on whoever's part to escalate it to the point of to bring Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah, into it. Yeah, I mean it. Congress. Like yeah. you're talking, you're getting into the federal level. Yeah, of and, like and FBI. I mean, Marjorie you know? Taylor Greene came out and said the word Kiwi Farms on TV, and right. it's like I've and never heard anybody say Kiwi Farms on exactly, the news until that. And I bet that she'd never even heard of Kiwi no one Farms. Had. And I bet that most, if not all, of Congress had never heard of it. Right. And probably most of the media, to be honest. Yeah, I knew of, of Kiwi Farms mm-hmm. only because. Because I am a YouTube junkie. Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've seen several reporters tweet about it and say, like, I don't want to cover the Kiwi Farm story. That's part of the reason it was in the news but not in the news mm-hmm. is because there were there was a pressure from the press that if you covered them, you were just giving them more of a platform. Hmm. So people considered Kiwi Farms to be like 4chan or 8chan or Daily Stormer. I mean, yeah, it's basically just a bunch of miserable people. Yeah, and you don't want to give them a platform. Yeah, who just sit around and gossip and talk shit about people who are minor celebrities, mm-hmm. basically. Basically, that's all, that's it, all it's it is. really all it is. That's the reason it bothers me. I, I, I get that... It, I get the label that how they got the label of anti-trans. There was a lot of anti-trans rhetoric on there. It's, it's not... So much how many people they targeted. It's the way they talked about transgender people on there. I'm not even going to go into some of the slurs. They invented their own slurs that that if you don't know what they mean, good. And like, I'm not going to, I personally am not going to cover it. Because I don't want you to know all the different slurs and crazy shit they created there. But let's just say like, I can tell it was hostile towards transgender people. That label, I could see how they got it. Hmm. But it's not... That's not what the website was, but that's what it got turned into. It got it turned into it's an anti-trans website. And really what it was, like 4chan, is a website where there's a lot of shit and a small section of it is anti-trans. I wonder if money has a part of it because you compared it to like Instagram. Right. And they they have a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, Zuckerberg's loaded. Yeah. Kiwi Farms, <laughs> this was all basically paid for by like crypto bros and shit, you know, mm-hmm. hackers, right. hackers and crypto bros. And they don't, they didn't have any advertisements. It was just paid for by like those type of people. Mm-hmm. And I think the internet people, it was for the internet. That's why, that's part of what bothers me about it. It was like, it was, cre- like, it was, it was organic. Like 4chan, but like more gossipy. It really was. And it, and I get the problems with it, but I, I, to me, it seems like there are bigger problems with other websites that are much more populated and we ignore those. But we just, yeah, that we just kind mm-hmm. of turn an, a blind eye to yeah. <laughs> allow them to get away with terrible things. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok, anybody. And I'm not, I don't want to come off as like defending an anti-trans site because I, I do see that it was, there was problems with that. I just don't know that labeling it as an anti-trans site and shutting it down was the right thing to do because there was a lot of stuff there that's now gone. Yeah, in particular, the the quickie. Mm-hmm. All that stuff about Chris Chan's gone now. That kind of really that sucks. Yeah, it kind of does. I just, having seen it, mm-hmm. I know how much effort went into that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. And what's even nuts and more nuts is Noel tried to go to Russia 
and get this Russian DDoS protection company. They're a, a Russian company that protects you from DDoS attacks, or they're supposed to. They also probably do DDoS attacks. I mean, you know, it's for Russia. a little extra money. Yeah, though. it's Russia. <laughs> and even they wouldn't host it. They were like, no, 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 no. The, the media's on our ass about this. Like, we're not going to do it. So they can't. So it's gone. It's it's gone. Well, they didn't want the attention because yeah. they know what they do. <laughs> so those people will find a home and they will they'll be more locals. Locals.com still up. So it's the 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 thing is going to continue. It's just Kiwi Farms is gone. And it's right, going to be it's kind spread of like, apart and fucked up for a while. It's like taking down 4chan. It really is. It's it's like it's, it's like, like they took out 8chan or 4chan. Yeah, you got rid of the thing, but, but you didn't get gone. rid of the the people. Right, And you exactly. didn't get rid of the objective of what they do. Yeah, and it's the internet. It's not going to stop. No. And I guess now we'll get to move on to targets that maybe be a little bit more pressing to target, to shut down. Instagram, TikTok, uh, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. I yeah. don't think that's going to happen. I know, and it sucks. It sucks. Because this whole, I've been very torn. It's taken me a couple of weeks to make this episode because I've been having to figure out how I feel about it. Because if you read the stories about Kiwi Farms getting shut down, it's just horrible anti-trans site. They're comparing it to the Daily Storm or basically saying it's like a Nazi website. And I'm yeah. like, I spent a lot of time there. That is not what that website was. I wouldn't say I spent a lot of time on Kiwi Farms. I did. But I mean, I've spent a bit of time on Kiwi Farms. And I would be kind of insulted if somebody was like yeah you're on a nazis-esque website anti-trans website i'd be like no way like i can say the same i I spent a lot of time on 4chan and a lot of time on kiwi farms and i can tell you this when you spend time on 4chan or went for me when you spend time on 4chan you need like a mental bath afterwards you feel gross it feels bad Mm -hmm. when you spend time on kiwi farms you're like i saw a couple of fuck sticks that use language that i didn't like but i feel okay Mm-hmm. But 4chan's still up. Just is very, I guess it's a very um, all or nothing approach. It really is. Which is it's just pretty gone extreme. Now. I mean, there's no like. Like I said, they had hundreds of pages of forums just shitting on Jordan Peterson. And I hate that guy. And so that's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all gone now. I can't look at the, them hilariously shitting and trolling Jordan Peterson. What the hell? Or Donald Alex Trump. Jones. Alex Jones was one. Donald Trump. Do you really think you needed to take down the 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 post about how shitty Alex Jones is because it's on the same forums that that that, that attacked Keffels, who, by the way, like I said, has problems. I don't want to get into all the details of it. Look it up on your own if you want to find out. I guess it just would have been a little more fair if Cloudflare or whomever had said. Get rid of the anti-trans bullshit. According to according to Noel, that was not really an option. Like they 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 weren't going to accept changing the site. That yeah. wasn't. They made it clear to him that that was not going to happen. It was either it's all or nothing. Hmm. And he he said also that he was getting death threats from both sides. So he would might as well try to keep it up. If if you're going to be getting death threats either way, and you like the site, you might as well try to keep it up. That was yeah. his his argument, which. He's a white supremacist. He's a douchebag. I don't like Noel, but he's not a stupid person. And he, he was right about that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I find myself not defending him, but like, but, but I understand sometimes where he's coming from. He's not a stupid person. Like I said, he's, he's a complicated person. He is a douchebag. He's racist. He's not a good person, but he's a smart person. Hmm. And so 
when he says like I'm getting death threats from both sides, I might as well keep the website up. That's that tracks for me. That makes logical sense. If I was getting death threats from both sides, I'd keep the website up too. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna threaten to kill me either way, why would I take it down? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that was kind of his logic, and I, I found I didn't find any flaw with it. I mean, it's kind of what happened with Parlor. It is exactly. In fact, it was the same company cloudflare that was hosting parlor oh really yeah the exact same company and in fact that russian ddos company that they tried to get to is the one that hosts donald trump's true social Mm. they'll host that but they won't host kiwi farms but i don't think it's because the russians gave a fuck i think it's because they didn't want the press yeah no it's media attention yeah that's exactly why it is yeah it's pretty crazy how this all went down and so while this is all happening i'm trying to like wrap my brain around how I'm going to finish doing this series about this exact thing. Uh And like all my research was taking place there. And there's, there was a ton. I I can't stress enough how much, how much was lost, how many pages, how much stuff is just gone now that it sucks. It really Mm -hmm. sucks. Yeah. And I, I understand why it happened. I I don't want to defend their anti-transness because it doesn't deserve defending. They're wrong. They're not good people. But sometimes they were right. I mean, the broken clocks and also, we've said it before on the show, you and I say it to each other all the time. Right wing, right wing, like the real right wing people, their memes are sometimes the funniest fucking memes. They're some hilarious. <laughs> sometimes you see a right wing meme and you're like, I disagree with everything, but the way you said that is hilarious. Yes, yes. Yeah. I gotta hate it to them. They, I mean, they totally win in memes. They do. The right does. They and really so do. And so that website was funny. It just was funny. Mm. And I don't know it, what it is about the left, but we just don't have the equivalent of something that. Well, it's because we start off strong and then it turns into whining. Yeah, that's what always happens. You know. And I'm a, I'm a lefty. <laughs> this is the snowflakes. <laughs> but I just have to acknowledge that, like, that shit's funny. Yeah, no, I totally admit that the right has hilarious memes yeah. and that we pale in comparison. Yeah. And the whole concept of memes originated from the right. It originated from 4chan. I mean, these are the people, these crazy people are the people that are making the funniest shit. So that's what happened with Kiwi Farms, and that's why the story just kind of has to stop here because there's nowhere else for it to go. No, they'll be back. It won't be Kiwi Farms, but... Yeah. It'll be something. There is an offshoot, Onion Farms. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it, it they'll be back. Yeah. So we haven't heard the last from these people, but it's it, it ends the story for now. There's not much I can do. What does it matter? Chris is in prison, so. Mm-hmm. Well, at the beginning of this, part of what I wanted to do was cover these websites and talk about, like, them and the people that are on them and about, like, how... And, like, you know, have some... You know, quotes and people talking about the farms and all that stuff. Well, that's all gone now. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, it's crazy how this all happened. This wasn't how I planned it on ending it, but this is how it ended. I think it's a nuts story. Um, I thank everybody for listening. I hope you learned something. I hope this at least goes down in posterity as like, hey, somebody recorded some shit about the Kiwi Farms before (laughs) before it was gone. You think Cloudflare's going to take us down? I. I hope they try. I hope that, I'd Bring love, it. Yeah, I love Because then I'd get the press of being canceled just like Kiwi Farms. So, yeah. Well, it also would mean that they'd have to listen. Yeah, exactly. And we so, welcome all listeners. Yeah, I welcome all listeners. So, if you were if you were somebody who was on Kiwi Farms, hey, sucks your website got that shut down. If you, if you hate it and you think it's anti-trans, I kind of get it, but I also thought it was hilarious. 
Either way, that's the stance. That's where we are. That's This is what happened. And we are the Carolina Snowflakes. Now, next week, it probably won't be next week. I'm actually thinking the week after next. I'm going to start a new project. It's going to be really interesting. Amanda does not know what we're going to be talking about. I am in the dark. So we're going to be bringing her in cold, and we're going to be I'm going to be weaving another tale for you. It will not, I can guarantee you, will not be as long as this at all. But I do have another tale that I would like to weave from history. That's true. That I think you'll find, I think you'll find it lines up way more with today than you would think it would. I'm in. I'm going to tease that. I'm in. So tune in two weeks from now. We'll be back. Carolina Snowflakes, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.